Evan in D.C. here with D1 Highlights, Prep Football News, and uh, we've uh, yeah. been an exciting, exciting night, night for us. For us. So, uh, so uh, we've been a uh, couple of busy guys, urban, dripping and running throughout town and having meetings and trying to get this whole D1 Highlight thing up and going. So hopefully you guys can enjoy the show with us. DC, you doing all right, all right over there? Yes, sir. I'm doing uh, pretty good this evening. It's uh, been a fun night. Uh, just like you said, talking to some of our friends and colleagues and getting everything started, getting ready to rock and roll for uh, the rest of this podcast tonight and all the fun stuff we've got coming up here soon. So as you guys know, uh, this has been pretty busy for us. Uh, Officially released D1 Hearts Magazine. We've had a lot of response from you guys on that. A lot of good feedback. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, we'll get this thing up and running um, big time. You know, we want to make this thing, I mean, it's going to go nationwide. This D1 Highlights starting here with uh, the home state of Tennessee and, of course, focusing here on uh, Middle Tennessee uh, with our homeboys and, and everybody around here. So, uh, like, like I said, we appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the feedback. We appreciate all the love you have been us in the magazine. Uh, we depend on you guys a lot to help make uh, not only the magazine work forward, but things like this podcast work, um, things like game coverage. You know, this is simple things that we've kind of grown accustomed to over the past five, six years that we really don't think about on a day-to-day basis, but... You know, it really takes it really takes a village. You know, it really takes a lot of people to make this work, and a lot of people um, their time out to make this thing work. So, y'all keep uh, y'all keep talking to us. Y'all keep giving us feedback. Y'all keep telling us what y'all want to hear, what you want to see uh, with D1 Highlights going forward. We'll we'll make it work. Uh, that being said, we got we got we got a lot of uh, guests calling on. We got our weekly uh, correspondent, Jay. Carver, custom metro football with this, and talk about those Cambridge races, advances, knocking off Grand Wood. That was a big thing that we had going on this week. Also, going to talk about D2. What up, friendship? Yeah, yeah, with D2, we're going to talk some 1A with D2, those friendship commanders out there. Doing big things, and uh, that, I mean, that was a great game. That was awesome. It was cold. It was very cold, but I tell you what, friend, the way friendship was playing that night, Evan, on uh, Friday night, they kept it warm on the field. Them boys legit. I look forward to talking about them here in a few minutes. And uh, hey, it was a very cold night to say the least. But hey, I tell you, like I said, friendship kept it warm on the field. So I look forward to talking to them again about them here in a second. What about, uh, I know we were talking about a second ago before we logged on, um, but I guess let's first talk about our social media real quick if you're out there listening to us. Um, again, thank you for all the listeners and the followers and tweets and retweets and all that good stuff. Um, if you're listening to us out there tonight, please uh, follow us at D1 Highlights on Twitter. You can also follow us uh, on the gram, that's Instagram, that's at D1 Underscore GN. <laughs> oh, I, I, met, I messed that one up. <laughs> Get it right. That one up. Let, 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 me, let me start it over again. You so want to highlight underscore TN. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. So, again, if you're following us on Instagram, 
Um, again, it's D1 Highlights underscore TN. If you're uh, out there listening, follow us there. And uh, again, at D1 Highlights on Twitter. And then also, um, for the mom and dads out there, for our generation, Evan, um, it's Facebook. I know a lot of these young men uh, probably don't even have Facebook anymore. Like, Facebook, uh, to these our listeners, probably is like MySpace now. But <laughs> Facebook is Facebook is still relevant revel, revel, uh, in my world, to say the least. So if you're out there listening, again, D1 Highlights, uh, at D1 Highlights on Twitter, um, at D1 Highlights underscore TN. And then you can also follow us on Facebook as well. As we get started, um, big news, breaking news, uh, coming out of Knoxville this afternoon and this morning, um, it's uh, come to an end. It looks like uh, Mr. Butch Jones is no longer captaining the ship up there in Knoxville right now. And um, uh, that's uh, Butch Jones. Butch Jones. Butch Jones. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we all, I mean, of course we all saw it coming. I hope, I hope Butch saw it coming. I hope he wasn't like, you know, this was coming. You know, he's got the huge buyout. So, uh, you know, 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 you few years, and uh, a lot of them they recruits ended up going up there uh, and playing and play, play, play football for that regime. You know, just these last, last few years have been kind of stagnant. You um, saw, saw players out of place. You saw players that you, you know, that we know, great players in high school, uh, and just, just wasn't gelling up there. Uh, you know, you get a, you get a player, you get uh, you know, four star, five star, three star player. They're out of place, and you know they're not going to um, shine. They're not going to be like that up there. And so I think that's a lot of where a lot of the frustration came from the fan base and from media types like ourselves. Just watching, just watching that ship just slowly go down, and a lot of talent not being utilized up there. And we know top notch talent. You know, that could be um, different changes up there in uh, Knoxville. So. You know, best of luck to Butch. You know, he put UT back on the map. Uh, you know, really brought them out of that very gloomy hole that they got in by him. And, uh, you know, I really made things forget it. Not forget it, but just kind of look over the length of years and things of that sort. So, you know, uh, I don't know for the boys that are not going to UT. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll see some. Um, good things coming. Um, hopefully, not always commit, but we'll decommit. And hopefully, if you guys will stick around and you know be the and be the you know the cornerstone of that uh, program up there. What do you think about it? Well, you know it's interesting. You know, I bought in when Butch got here about five years ago, brick by brick. You know, I was all about it. I was very excited, as you mentioned, um, after the Dooley era, which we were in a very low place at that time, and. Um, you know, you, you don't wake up and wish for anyone to lose their job. I mean, at the end of the day, I would hate for someone to uh, wake up and say, oh, I hope D.C. gets fired from his job. I mean, there's nothing fun about that. But, you know, these these coaches know that when they sign up for this job, the inevitable things that may or may not happen. And, um, you know, I think it's good for University of Tennessee. Butch came and he 
did brick by brick for us. He he brought us back to a bit of relevance. But you know, to be up there as a head coach in the SEC, nevertheless, uh, in Knoxville, that's a tough job. That's a tough gig to have. And um, you mentioned earlier, Evan, a few minutes ago, about some of the kids that potentially may or may not be decommitting. And I just tweeted out a second ago. It looks like um, from Coffee County, Evan. Um, it looks like about six hours ago, Alante T- Taylor um, decommitted uh, after Butch was let go. And this is coming courtesy of Tennessean. Um, six hours ago, courtesy of Tennessean. Um, and that's unfortunate. You know, I can understand, you know, Alante, um, he's got another uh, another year uh, before. You know, I mean, he's. It, it's just un- it's unfortunate because a lot of these young men, you know, they, they told friends and family and they've committed to these schools and then, you know, you lose a coach like this and then unfortunately um, you know, you you lose, you start losing these players I, I'm interested uh, to see um, and this, again, this is a pretty good uh, fact, you know, this Alante Taylor is a four-star kid out of Coffin County you know, he uh, unfortunately um, decommitted and you know, it's going to be interesting to see where he's going, according to his Twitter Twitter feed that we got yeah, pulled up here. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter you, you said Twitter like an old man. <laughs> I, like my, I sound like my mom. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> that, that Twitter feed. But um, according to uh, his Twitter feed, um, just kind of going word for word what he said, I'd like to thank Coach Jones and staff for recruiting me and making me feel like family. His top five evidence at this point right now is Louisville, Georgia, Alabama, Wake Forest, and Georgia Tech. Um, you know, I'm looking at his top five. There's been no random order here. You know, I just – I'm not a big Georgia Tech fan. I just feel like, you know, Georgia Tech runs this triple option. Uh, yeah, you, you mentioned know, that I, earlier. You mentioned that at one point to me over the week yeah, about that triple option. Yeah. I, I, I'm just not a fan of it. If you're going to play, play offense, unless you're the quarterback – um, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of it. But I tell you, you know who I am a fan of right now. Um, obviously, uh, Georgia right now. I'm a big fan of Louisville, and um, my my biggest one is Alabama. I feel like if you go to University of Alabama, Nick Saban and his staff develops these young men and get them ready for the next level. Um, but the thing about going to these schools, you know, and we've had opportunity to see Alante play. The the game that we saw him play, he looked really good at the quarterback position. Um, I'm not quite sure what um, these schools are recruiting him uh, to play for, but I, I said to say this is, you know, you go to an Alabama, you know, you make sure that you go, if you go after Alante, you bring your uh, big boy pants because you're going to have other four- and five-star players out there competing with you. You know, out there in Coffee County, you know, you're a, you're a big fish in a small pond there. But uh, you go to Alabama or these Georgias, you know, you, you're going to have a whole bunch of other athletes just like yourself competing uh, for a playing position out there. I'm not saying that's going to be a problem or anything for him. I think that he'll go out there, whatever school he decides to go to, he'll do very well. But, you know, keep an eye out, eye out for Alante, um, 2018 kid. Looking forward to kind of seeing uh, his next few uh, years and see what happens with him and see what he's going to do. I tell you, someone else, Evan, um, out there at Nashville Christian, the lawless kid. Um, you know, I haven't had a chance to talk to him uh, yet this uh, this season, 
Um, maybe get a chance to go out and check him and they, they play friendship. But the lawless kid, I wonder if he's going to decommit uh, from University of Tennessee. I, I think um, just looking at his Twitter page, he is um, all in with UT regardless of what happens. So we'll see what happens with the decommitments. Now, the next question I'd like to ask you, Evan, is you look at replacements for Butch Jones, okay? Do, do you think we'll, we'll get – you think John Gruden will come off the – off of the uh, TV and get back into coaching? Um, I doubt it. Um, and here, yeah, I mean, again, okay. First of all, first, first we're going to have some of the money, um, making what was it making? I guess one of the all the food and camps and things like that. About eleven grand. I mean, eleven million a year, a million a year, and that's just so low. Two, I don't know. Maybe uh, people up there, but um, not only that, but he is, he is. I mean, I mean, I mean, John Gruden left the game with the name for himself. Um, and he left out on top. Um, in, in my eyes, I honestly don't think that Gruden is going to put himself in a position to be, um, be judged or to be questioned or to be evaluated on such a big stage. At this stage mm-hmm. of his life or in his career, you know, uh, and, and maybe I'm wrong. But, but if I'm him, I'm like, okay, I, went I went out on top. I got a Super Bowl. Bowl. I always yeah, keep talking about it on a consistent basis. basis. I'm constantly in the media. I still have a name for myself. People still respect my And there's a chance that if he goes and takes over a program like UT right now. I mean, how long do you think it's John Gruden to go over to How long will it take him back on top? If at all. Oh, you know, that's a good question. because I mean, because you think about it, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not the FCC of old. Um, you know, and, yeah, I, I guess I can't say that, but um, you, know, you look at the FCC three, four, five years ago. Uh, I mean, even even going back way, way, you know, you think about those golden years of the FCC. Um, you know, you know where. Uh, uh, everybody was gunning, gunning for the SEC. Uh, but, 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 but nowadays, nowadays you got court court the ACC starting to come back around. You got, got um, um, ten starting to come back around. around. So, so um, um, this is one of those situations where you're going to an SEC school, school, school um, coming to coach. Uh, it's not always guaranteed and or golden to be the big boys anymore. And I've been saying that I'm going to be. Um, I know, you know, you know, you know, know how stiff the competition is now. You know, so that 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 that's me personally. Um, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, John John Gruden, I think, loves the intention. You know, I think he loves. I think I think I think we've been talking about. I think he loves. You know, being the team. You know, being seen at the game. Now, now, what's his connection with UT again? Did his wife go there or something like that? Yeah, so his wife, uh, Cindy, she's from Sevierville. Uh, she's a Tennessee alum. She was a cheerleader there as well, too. And then he also has a son who's a current student there um, at UT. And then also, Gruden started his career as a graduate assistant at University of Tennessee back in 86 and 87. And, uh, you know, that's kind of his, his connections there. And I'll tell you what, it's kind of jumping. I mean, I'm moving forward a little bit. If People would ask me right now, you know, hey, D, who do you think University of Tennessee should go out for? Top of my list, in my personal opinion, is Chip Kelly. Um, Kelly went 
uh, 46 and seven uh, in the sports season in Oregon. And um, unfortunately, Kelly took that leap up to the NFL, and you know as well as I do, college coaches going to the NFL is a whole other ball game. But I'm a I'm a big uh, proponent of uh, seeing Chip Kelly. Um, I'm also a big fan of Matt Campbell. Now, Matt Campbell is the head coach um, at Iowa State right now. And you see Iowa State has been doing some really good things. Um, you know, he uh, he's had his Cyclones in the top 25 um, earlier this year at one point. And I'm a big fan of him. I like what he's doing. He's a young guy. I think he'll bring a lot of energy. He's only 37 years old, Evan. And I can see him being a great uh, head coach out there. Uh, in Knoxville. And then lastly, um, I really like um, the coach out there in Memphis. Uh, I, I, well, the coach out there in Memphis and Bobby Petrino, okay? So those are my top four if I had to pick. Again, you got Bobby Petrino doing good things uh, up there in uh, Louisville right now. And then um, this season also, uh, in, in addition to Bobby Petrino, you've got the head coach um, out there. Uh, west of here in Memphis, and Mike Norville. I'm a big fan of him as well, too. Um, and those are, some, those are my top four. So, uh, Bobby Petrino, Mike Norville, uh, Chip Kelly. I really, 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 really like Chip Kelly. If we can get him out here, that would be super dope. And then lastly, Matt Campbell as well, too. So, we'll see what happens. How much do you, you think, think Chip Kelly would be willing to come to Tennessee? I mean, Tennessee, not just UT, but I mean, Tennessee as a whole. West Coast got one. Somewhere, he would go for a big university job in Knoxville, Tennessee. I think he would. I mean, I would dare say Tennessee is a top 10, top 15 program. If I'm him, I would be all about it. I mean, could you imagine Chip Kelly bringing his uh, philosophy and his offensive uh, game planning to Knoxville? I mean, Tennessee has the talent. I mean, that, that's the whole reason we started D1 Highlights five years ago. And one of the reasons is, you know, all the talent that's here in Tennessee. And could you imagine Chip Kelly and see what he did out there at Oregon? with Marcus Mariota and the rest of those young men and bring that to Knoxville, oh, that would be that'd be amazing. I mean, that would be my number one pick. But, I mean, yeah, to answer your question, would he come to Knoxville? I think he would. It's a top 15 program. Why not? Why wouldn't you come here and, and build a legacy here? So, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm going to stop saying the John Gruden. I, I agree. I don't think it's going to happen. It's a lot like Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher's not coming out of the booth no time soon. Neither is John Gruden. But I will say I, I truly believe that Chip Kelly would be a great fit there. It's just can we pay him enough money to get him? I think he got the money. Yeah, I don't think money is an issue. Give him 20 mil. Oh, I care. See. <laughs> yeah, let's make it happen. Yeah, they got the money. I think that's easily said and easily done. Um, it's just a matter of does he fit in up there? I think UT fans may be so frustrated now. They're like, yeah, Frank, you know, you know, they got a winning record. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Well, I tell you what, you know, if we don't end up getting 
uh, Chip Kelly, you know, going back to the Iowa State uh, head coach and Matt Campbell, he's only making $2.1 million right now. So could you imagine him jumping into the SEC? That wouldn't, that wouldn't be an issue for University of Tennessee being able to pay him uh, money. I mean, going from the Big 12, jumping into the SEC, I mean, and if I'm, you know, Coach Campbell, you know, do you stay out there in Iowa State, continue to build on what you're doing right now? Keep in mind, this is a really good Iowa State team um, that's had upsets already of Oklahoma and TCU. And um, I, I would like to see him out there, too. I like his, I like the fact that he's young. He can definitely relate to these young men um, at 37, 38 years old. And uh, maybe that's what uh, UT needs, you know, someone that can be able to obviously get these kids uh, ready to play each and every uh, Saturday and develop them. You know, there's a lot of talent up there um, in Knoxville. I mean, you look at some of the kids that we had an opportunity to see, Evan, with the Kyle Phillips, the Malik Graves. Um, uh, what's the young man from uh, NBA uh, running back? Um, uh, uh, Chandler, yeah. Uh, uh, Ty Chandler. I mean, there's a lot of good young men up there that, uh, that can play ball. They need to be developed over the next few years. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Matt Campbell or Chip Kelly might be one of those uh, coaches that can uh, get them going in the right direction. Yeah, i tell you what, speaking of Todd Chandler, um, intern Palmer sent us uh, a video earlier. Um, of, it's kind of like a hype reel uh, for NBA, for the NBA Big Red, moving on into the uh, next few rounds of the playoffs. It's kind of like a motivational hype reel um, done by a young man out there at NBA. And, um, I'll pull up his name for a second, but but there's a lot of mentions of NBA NBA's offense right there for the last few years was Ty Chandler. Those guys, you know, I mean, to say the least, right? And those guys over there are at NBA are in the process of finding themselves in position, you know, right now. And, I mean, you know, talking about all here. You know, you know they, they, they've been slowly working with but they're at the point now where they're in their grind. I mean, just the hard era and grind of getting deep into the playoffs, looking towards a rematch with Brentwood Academy. And, you know, it's like, how do we um, reach that next level without such a huge impact, uh, a huge impact player to challenge So, uh, we'll tweet that out later. I have not. I haven't tweeted well, that uh, yet. Yeah, yeah, I'll get that downloaded and uh, we'll tweet it out a little later. That was re- that was really well done. Um, and you know, you know, you know, D1 highlights in the future moving on. You know, the more and more we build this thing, the more and more team members are going to need, and you know, we're going to need more time to uh, you know, come on and help produce content like that. You know, it's nice, nice doing it all yourself, but and again, you know, it's not nice at all. So, you know, you start to reach your in so many ways. You know, you know, you know, so many different times of the day that you need, that we need good people like Trent Palmer and Abby Goodman out. You know, meeting, you know, the meeting that we had tonight. Um, you know, meeting that we had tonight up there. Uh, wings and rings up there. You know, just you know, having us, you know, seeing, seeing everyone come together and you know, try to put this thing together is. It's, it's awesome, you know. So, 
you know, big things coming, big things, guys. And, you know, there's something going on we're looking forward to over the next few years. Um, DC, before we get into talking uh, uh, these brackets, these games from this past week, um, let's talk um, a little bit. Um, about I'm gonna bring I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring a guest in here in a second. Um, and we're gonna talk a little bit uh, about something that's going on in the community around here. Um, some opportunities uh, for the young man for a few coaches and things and whatnot. we're always on the grind. We're always looking for um, new things to talk about and new things to get involved in. Uh, you know that's how you stay relevant. You know you got you you always got to be making connections. You always got to be willing um, to reach out uh, to new venues and to new uh, people. You know to other business. You know I mean, about people, people you know, about um, you know about people that uh, for us you know we don't know it's possible. So um, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring in some guests here in a little bit. Um, and we're going to talk. We're going to talk about um, some community involvement and uh, you know some uh, some things along the lines of some ways for um, our young men to get involved. You know, and unfortunately, um, a lot of these guys' uh, seasons are coming to an end right now. So, um, our guest, our guest that we got coming up, uh, we got Mister. Uh, Keith Floyd coming in, um, and uh, as, as well as uh, Craig Stovall. All right, so uh, Keith Floyd is with uh, Volition Music Group. Okay, and I'm gonna let these guys talk to you guys and tell y'all a little bit more about the organization. Uh, Craig Stovall is with Pole Boy Media. All right, um, a video, uh, audio, visual uh, development company. But I met I met Keith and Craig this past week, and they were talking about some things along the line of uh, PSAs and, and 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 campaigns against bullying and how do we get the high schools involved. So we kind of joined forces, and I said, well, hey, you know, I've got this great platform that I want you guys to call in and speak to us about, uh, where I can reach just about every high school in the mid state, um, a lot of the football players, a lot of the cheerleaders, a lot of the parents. So let's bring them in right now. Uh, Keith and Craig, are you with us? Yes, how are you all doing? Yeah, how are we doing? Hey, we're doing well. We're doing well. Oh, is, is, that, is that Craig in the background? <laughs> yes, I am. Hey, what's up, guys? So I was telling, so I was telling our listeners real quick that uh, we're constantly networking here at D1 Highlights. We know we're constantly out in the community looking for new things and new people to reach out and talk to and and, 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 and just stay in touch with our community. And I met you guys through a mutual friend uh, up there at Echo Salon up there in Franklin. And uh, we just had a powwow about what everybody was involved in. And, and, and we eventually got on the subject of bullying, right? And, and, and Keith and Craig, you guys were telling me about a project that you guys are getting involved in and trying to get out the ground and 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 the platforms that you're trying to get through and that's how we got to talking about d1 highlights and our audience and how that we can make this thing work possibly so real quick introduce yourselves to our audience um and then i want to talk a little bit about your all's organizations 
Okay, uh, Craig, you go ahead. All right, I'm Craig Stovall. I'm with Cobalt Production, and I have a show called on 930 called Small Expression. Come on Friday mornings at 730. Friday mornings at 730. All right, on what, on what, on what platform can everybody find you on on Friday morning? Oh, come on, my 30. My TV 30. There we go. There we go. Everybody knows my TV 30. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Sounds good. Keith, what about you? Yes, I want to say hello to everybody. Hope everybody's doing great. Um, I have a company called uh, Independent Label uh, called Volition Music Group. Uh, Volition means choice. And uh, so what I wanted to do is pattern everything that I do behind choices that we make in life. And that's what I want your audience, man, especially these young Younger, this younger generation, as well as the older generation, to realize that everything that we do, uh, the results that we get in life is from the choices that we make. So that's the reason why I was compelled to to, to, uh, to title my uh, label Volition Music Group. And I'm working on some uh, um, some independent projects right now. One of the songs that I'm working on and getting ready to release is a song titled My Brother's and Sister's Keeper. And it just deals with... Uh, uh, some of the things that we do on a daily, uh, uh, and you know, just to bring us to the awareness of things that we do on a daily, and, and we may not be aware of how we can change each other's lives by speaking to one another, by just asking somebody simply, "How's your day going?" And uh, right. so, you know, I'm doing that along with the bullying PSA that you spoke about earlier, and uh, Craig is going to be involved with me with his company, uh, doing uh, doing some. Uh, uh, videoing on this video uh, along with with you as well Evan hopefully <laughs> you know, yeah yeah so, uh, absolutely absolutely yeah so I think I so think that's, pretty much what we, that's what we're doing man yeah yeah so 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 the big reason I wanted to bring you guys on the show tonight is because uh I guess I guess I guess you say 75 percent of our audience are high school um students um, and then if the, you know, the other 25% is the parents and the coaches and the administration, um, as well. So, so let's, so, so I know you spoke to me about the project, the bullying P- PSA that we want to try to get out the ground here. And yeah. I'll let you tell me your reason for reaching out to these, uh, high school kids in particular, uh, the high school football players. Well, one reason why I wanted to reach out to high school football players, I uh, uh, got a vision to, to do this PSA several years ago, uh, but it just uh, it seemed like I couldn't pique the interest of people in the world. But all of a mm-hmm. sudden, it seems like that a lot of people are are, are interested in uh, promoting stop bullying, so which is a great thing as well. Um, and I just had a vision uh, recently to use football players because football players are tough guys. These are, these are the guys, your athletes are the guys that, that students look up to, as well as other students also in, in the high schools, as well, you know, at all the schools. But athletes are looked up to as the tough guys, strong guys. And so if we can recruit some, uh, some athletes to, uh, <clears throat> to, uh, to commit to, uh, to, to what this PSA is talking about, and we're really looking for, for real, real people. It doesn't matter if you're a, 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 a child or an adult. Uh, we all have to we all have to pattern ourselves after being real with one another and um, loving one another. 
and realizing that we all need one another. And and we have to come under that realization. And I hope this PSA uh, uh, does things like that. And I'm looking for tough guys. Uh, if, if if we have tough guys who are bullies, we want to change them and say, let's check this out, man. Listen to what these words are saying. You know, we all need one another. And the tough guys, if if you're walking around and you're seeing somebody bullied, uh, being bullied, and you walk up to them and say, look here, we don't do that here. You know, not at this school. We're all a family. These are the visions that I have for uh, the manifestation of this PSA. I'm just hoping that, you know, that it really changes lives because of uh, suicidal rates. Uh, I'm looking at suicidal rates five, four or five years ago. I think that's when I really wrote this PSA four or five years ago because I was looking at the uh, uh, reports of uh, suicide rates among, amongst young people. And I started writing something that would probably compel each, uh, the, uh, the the younger generation uh, to uh, uh, encourage one another to stop bullying. So I'm hoping that I wrote something that 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 has uh, a deep meaning in the words that I wrote. And uh, you know that's what we're yeah. looking to do, man. We're looking to save some lives, man. That's, you know, and, and and that's it. We're looking to save lives, and we're looking to to uh, uh, make people. Realize that we all need one another. We got we have to stop bullying, pretty much. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And Keith, I'll tell you, you know, the guys that you know, the players and the coaches and the administration uh, that we work with here at at D1 Highlights, um, we know that for a fact that they understand that and that they all preach that to their players, but very rarely is it publicized. Um, very rarely do people outside of that football team or the inner circle of, you know, the basketball, I mean, even the basketball team, the baseball team, I mean, each group is a very tight knit group. Um, and within that group, like you said, uh, the football players themselves are very tough um, kids, very physically tough kids, but also very mentally strong kids who the coaches put through these things to prepare them for life. So, as DC and I here sit here at D1 Highlights on D1 Highlights Radio, uh, we're putting it out there for you guys to reach out to us. Um, you can reach out to us via the website d1highlights.net and then go to contact us uh, or on our social media. And, and first of all, let us know if you're interested in participating in this PSA because we want to put this in visual form. Uh, and I want, and I'm going to work with Keith and Craig on uh, getting the uh, video done for this, getting the spot made for this, and we're going to blow this thing up because, in our eyes, um, a lot of these players are very influential people, not only at their schools but also in the community. Um, everyone watches these kids in and out throughout the whole year um, of high school football season. Um, and we, and you guys know here at D1 Highlights, we keep track of you guys. If you're doing the right thing on social media or the wrong thing on social media, we're going to call you out. You know, uh, we find a lot of kids doing the wrong thing on social media. And we, you know, we find ourselves as mentors telling these kids, okay, you need to cut that out. But for my guys that are doing the right thing, I want to involve, I want to involve a lot of kids that we know and a lot of coaches that we know at D1 Highlights in this kid. Um, so, so let me, uh, so do you, so, so are you, are you at the point now where you want to give out your contact information, Keith, for um, players and coaches to reach out, to reach out to you directly who feel comfortable? Um, yeah. But also those that, 
reach out through us, I'll get them to you as well. So go ahead and give everybody your contact information and the best way to get in touch with you and Craig. Yes, uh, you can email me at your volition, which is actually you are. You are V as in Victor, O L I T I O N, at gmail.com. Your volition at gmail.com. Craig, you can give them your, your email as well. Well, I got a question I want to ask everybody. Right. One doing the pudding and one is the victim. Why we all can't get along? <laughs> what seems to be the problem here? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we just get along? Hey, yeah, I tell you, I, I know yeah. my show comes on early Friday morning and everything, and the kids being in school. But if, you, if y'all listen to me out there, and your parents at home, tell your parents to watch my show, so they can get some type of awareness what's going on. It might be something they can help you with. You Absolutely. never know. And my information Absolutely. here is called Small Expression. At yahoo.com. And if you have any type of ideas or suggestions you want to give to me, that's, this is the best way to find me and everything. And Perfect. If you got some ideas to be on my show, same, same information. Just hit me up, let me know what you got, and leave a phone number and your information. And I, get, I promise you, I get right back with you. And we'll bring Perfect. you on there. We're going we're gonna to work this out. We're going to all get along one day. And also, my Facebook, this, this is Keith. My Facebook is Keith Floyd, K-E-I-T-H-F-L-O-Y-D. You can Facebook Keith Floyd. Um, you can Google Keith Floyd Entertainer. Uh, that's a quick way to get to my Facebook and leave me a message on Facebook as well uh, because I would love to hear from you all also. Perfect. And, uh, Evan, man, like I said, man, I just want to uh, get with you, man, and hopefully we can change some lives because uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 a lot of uh, kids, teenagers, uh, uh, committing suicide because of bullying. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had uh, a couple instances of that here lately. Um, sad to say, and it, and it hit close to home here in Spring Hill. So, um, it's de- yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely something worth talking about. Um, and you know, us, you know, you know, DC and I, you know, one of our goals here at at, at D One Highlights is to be a mentor in addition to um, a media figure and a news outlet to these kids. You know, a lot of the kids sometimes feel like, if you feel like you can't speak uh, speak to your parents, you can always speak to us, you can always speak to uh, another adult. Someone will listen to you, you know. Um, yeah. You know, whether it's about bullying or anything that's going on in your life, feel free to reach out. Um, you know, please do reach out before, before doing anything drastic and whatnot. But, um, Keith and Craig, hey, I, I love, I love, I love what you guys are doing. Thank you guys um, so much for calling in. And, you know, I felt, I felt inclined to use, you know, what little bit of a platform that we have here to help get out the word about what you guys are doing. And, uh, you know, God has blessed us with studio space and the ability to use these cameras and, and, and the technology that we have, uh, hopefully for good. You know, so that's part of what we want to do here at D1 Highlights. You know, you know, so let's get this thing rolling. Um, you guys touched base with me this week, and I want to get this thing up and running. Uh, you know, soon. You know, soon. So, so you guys, ASAP. so you guys, you know, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. We'll get it up and going. ASAP. And uh, you guys. Yeah, just remember uh, one thing. 
any yeah. problem that, I, that a person has as an adult, it came from childhood. Right, 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 right. I'll let you financially bro. <laughs> well, I tell you what. Well, I tell you what, guys. Hey, we're not gonna keep you too long. We appreciate you guys appreciate calling you. in. We're gonna um, tweet out your information later, so you guys be ready. And uh, you know, we're gonna get this thing rolling. And let and let and let's talk this week. I'm free this week, so okay, y'all stay up. Y'all take care this week. We get going. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Hey, you all too. Thank you, everybody. All right, y'all. Keith Floyd. Craig Stovall, we're gonna get this uh, PSA thing going up for them. Uh, I heard a lot of good, a lot of good things going on. Uh, well, with those guys, and I met, like you know, like I said, I met them earlier this week. And uh, you know, I did, you know, you know, I mean, you know, when you jail with somebody, you know, you feel what they're trying to do, and you know, you got this platform, and you know, it's all, you know, it's all it all comes together at some point. So, uh, you know, we're gonna make it work. Uh, we'll put some information out on our platform on the website. Uh, we'll also put out some information on our social media accounts about how you as a player or as a coach or as a parent uh, or you know, someone in the administrative role can get involved in this project that we're doing. Um, so y'all so, so y'all be looking out for that. Do you see what you think? Hey, man, that was super dope, you know. Let me just first start, you know, as you guys were talking, I was just writing down my notes. And uh, one of the first things I'm going to say about bullying let me let me just first evan if i may let me describe what bullying is okay bullying is the use of force threat or coercion to abuse or intimidate or aggressively dominate others um, this behavior is often repeated and habitual and i'm getting that off of wikipedia but in saying that um our platform that we have to me it's bigger than this you know it's 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 bigger than football, and um, if this platform that we have been blessed to have, as you mentioned, as you were talking to the guys, if this will help young men and young women out there that feel like they have been bullied or they are being bullied, you know, I would love for any uh, person to, um, you know, DM us, tweet us, and let us help you before something drastically happens. Again, this is definitely much larger, much bigger uh, than football in itself. And, you know, my second point I wanted to say is, you know, my man said, can we all, can we all just get along? Can, can we all just get along? And, and, and I agree, you know, from the bullying standpoint to different races, different religions, different political views, can we all just get along and love one another? And, um, you know, that's that's the world that I want to live in. That's the world that I want to uh, eventually, once myself and Camille have kids, raise my kids on. Camille, the agent, you listening? Get on it. We're taking our time. No, get on it. Um, <laughs> but, but, but what, you know, what the guys were saying um football players, and I look back, Evan, to when we were in school, you know, we weren't looked upon. We were looked upon as role models. You know, people looked up to us and looked at us as, oh, these are the tough guys. And, um, you know, I would love to have some of these young men that are out there listening um, sign up for this. You know, once we make this or help 
make this go public. I would love to see some of the young men. I, I came really close to evidence dropping some names of some young men that would have a big influence, but I'm not going to do that and put any pressure uh, on them. They got enough stuff going on in their lives right now, just um, worrying about state championships coming up and and, and just being uh, being kids. But I say again, I say that to say this: um, I would love to see some of these young men that are out there listening. Uh, really looking at this program and help assist and stop bullying. And, you know, a lot of the young men that follow us and listen to us, and we talk to uh, daily, weekly. Um, uh, if you're listening out there, you know, be that first step. Be, be that one to make a difference at your individual school uh, and for your program. You know, if you see something that kids are getting bullied on, I would hope that you would man up and say, "Hey, this is not right. We shouldn't be doing this because you just you just don't know, man. We're in a a new world right now, man. And these these kids, it, it's it's bigger than football. Yeah, if you can help someone become comfortable around their peers and make them feel appreciated and wanted, it's a beautiful thing. So, hey, kudos to those those guys. I I like it. I'm, I'm glad you had an opportunity to meet them, and uh, I look forward to working with them on that program and putting it on our platform as well, too. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Keith Floyd and Mr. Craig Stovall, uh, Boy Media, Relation Music Group, um, and, uh, you know. Did you say Po' Boy Media? Po' Boy, like a sandwich. You hungry? You ain't hungry. You just had wings and rings. What was the uh, rap group we were coming up, Po' Boy Entertainment? Is that, is that uh, T-Pain, Matthew Po' Boy Entertainment? A long time ago, man. I'm... I, <laughs> My memory is good. I'm T-Pain. No, as it used to be. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, though, we're not going to call any names out on the um, show tonight, but we will be reaching out uh, to guys uh, that we know are great players and to see if they want to be involved in this. And, you know, that, you know that's the big talk about on the football field, right? You hear about being a leader, you know, uh, you know being a leader on the field, you know, being a leader for you guys. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there for everyone to be a leader. I'll to be a leader for you know for someone not not be a leader in life. So yeah, man, y'all be here on the back, and we'll and we'll put it out there on our platform. So what you think, DC man? Talk some football. Talk some these brackets. Yeah. Yes. What you want to talk about? I, I talk. I, I talk. Man, we got it. It was a good one this weekend. It was. It really was. Uh, I, I don't even know where to start at. To be honest with you. Uh, so you want. You want. You want to start up on six and go down. Or you want to go. You want to start on YouTube. You want to start. You know, man, six a. Six A bracket, six A brackets is it's turning out to be uh, interesting. Said man, um, I'm looking at it right now. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at the top half of that bracket. Um, I'm looking at uh, a Bradley Central team that that squeaked past Diamond Bennett, uh, who earned the right to take on Maryville. Uh, now I've got I've got I've got some obligations up the notch. Um, I'm going to go back to that. Cover, uh, and unofficially covered for the one Holland East. Um, you see Bradley Central take on, uh, Maryville. 
Um, but, you know, getting back to our side of the state, um, this Cookville team's for real. This Cookville team, do you, okay, do you remember uh, earlier in the year, DC, when we were talking about um, that reason we were talking about I believe so. I think you're right up there. Yeah, yeah. Two out of four, three out of four. Um, but man, this Cookville team is 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 is, is making a lot of noise out there. A lot of big time players out there. Uh, you know, you know, looking back, looking back in that bracket, you know, we were really upset that um, we were just surprised. Okay, I was upset. I was upset and surprised. You know, the Mount Julian and me was upset. Uh, the media person and me was surprised. That uh, River took Mount Julian as hard as he did. I was really hoping to see Mount Julian play Cookville. And now thinking about it, I don't know. I don't know for certain that Mount Julian would have passed Cookville. You know, hard than boys. You know, who's the guy David just putting up some big numbers, man? And Cookville Cavaliers, I think, may be on that path of. Uh, revenge right now. You know, uh, they just beat Riverdale this past weekend, 56 to 17. Wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. So if you recall, Riverdale won that last game, just as the last two seconds were expiring on the clock. So, Cookville may have a little bit of 97 better than these people. Revenge to beat everybody in our path. That I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see what's going on. You know, we've had an opportunity uh, to follow Cookville throughout the year, you know, and for them to get in the dance at eight and two, uh, you know, knocked off Rossview in the first round, twenty one to thirteen, and then beat the brakes off of Riverdale fifty six to seventeen. And, you know, I my feelings were hurt back in round one and Mount Julia got beat to Riverdale. But uh, hey, this Riverdale team, I mean I'm sorry, this uh Cookville team, they look legit. Did you hear about the running back out there, uh, Evan? Uh David Giff. Did you hear about him at all? He 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 rushed for he rushed for two hundred and fifty five yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I don't know what happened from week one with Riverdale and what they did. I'm sorry, round one, uh, what they did shut down Mount Juliet's offense completely. To all of a sudden, all of a sudden, giving up 255 rushing yards to uh, to David Gist, and hopefully, I'm saying the young man's yes, name right. Yes. Mm-hmm. G I S T. Y'all be the judge. <laughs> Y'all be the judge. They they just on 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 Twitter. <laughs> Y'all be the judge. <laughs> but I tell you what, man, I mean for for him to put up those uh two hundred and fifty five yards, those five touchdowns, you know, like you mentioned, this is gonna be a uh be a, a revenge game. 
And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not going to give any early predictions because, you know, Oakland is still Oakland, you know, and those boys are, are looking good as well, too. I, I, I just I, I don't know who to go with on that one, to be honest with you. It's going to be a, a good game. Um, that game is at Oakland. It's at Oakland. Okay. So, ugh. It's gonna be a revenge game. I mean, if you were to, you gonna go see that one? You think? Are you thinking that's the one you gonna go see? I don't. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. It's still early. I wanna maybe get out there and check out uh, uh, the Dunlap kid at the beach. So I, I may oh, end up going out beach. there. Yeah, beach and summit. We gotta I talk may, about that one. Yeah, yeah we gotta I, talk I may. About that one. Okay. Yeah, I, I may go out there, but. You know, we'll see. This this Cleveland Oakland game is intriguing to me because, you know, I'm always a fan of uh, rematch games, and you know that that game was back in October last month. Uh, you know, Oakland uh, got a got a 35-14 win, and um, you know, Cookville's going to be coming with a vengeance. You know, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the Cade Smith, the quarterback, um, as well too, and kind of seeing how him and and then and, and guess and see what kind of offensive game plan uh, they're gonna have this time around against Oakland. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Shout out to both of those two teams. Um, shout out to Riverdale. You guys have nothing to keep your uh, nothing to keep your head down about. Uh, Savion Davis, you know, Mr. Football semifinalist. We'll know tomorrow um, around noon if he's actually going to be um, a finalist. And, um, hey, I mean, shout out to them. All the adversity they had, you know, their starting quarterback went down, I believe, game one mm-hmm. or week one. Mm-hmm. And then you have, uh, you know, the backup step in and, and lead uh, his team to an 8-2 and two record and, uh, you know, made it to the big dance. So it should be interesting. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what we had. Um, we had a few people reach out to us back when I released the uh, – the games you'll see this past Friday, you know, top games that we're going to go see, the top games on the list. And I did not have listed on there. And these have really since I think uh, you were doing something else. I didn't even ask you to put on it on it. But I didn't have that open with a black game on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I took some fire And people were emailing me and, and, and contacting us on the website and saying, why is Oakland like that? How come not going out of Like, you know, I, and, you know, like I said, you see, I was in DC. I told them the same thing. I said, Oakland and Black will play every year. Every year. Uh, and every year, same story. Oakland, yep. that tale. Every time. When Black Mike can step up and start and start start hanging with Oakland, and when they beat them, then I'll be interested. Then I'll start going out there. Uh, personally, but um, until then, Oakland got three rings and uh, not three, but you know my own. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing though, Evan. If I could, I, I wonder what difference. Uh, what a difference in this game if um, Ohio State commit Master Teague if he had been playing. I understand he was a little dinged up for this game and didn't play. And I just wonder, like, if he would have been playing, um, would that have made a difference in this game? Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's done and over with now, but I just, just kind of wonder. Um, you know, Oakland 
only one, you know, not only, but the one's playing two to nothing. You know, you think if you got a, you know, uh, your stud running back, Master T playing, you have an opportunity to run the ball and keep and have keep away. So, yeah, I mean, I just, I just wonder kind of what happens, what happens if he had been healthy and he would have been playing as well. So, but, you know, it's unfortunate, like you said, black men yet again, um, you know, had an early, an early exit in the, uh, in the game. So it's unfortunate, but, you know, moving forward, we're still staying in this 6A bracket. Um, it looks like the Haven is heading this way. You look like, you know, White Haven knocked off uh, Memphis Central, 35 to nothing. And then one of my biggest surprises is of the night um, was Germantown. Germantown, uh, who at the time was 11-0, got knocked out by White Station. And keep in mind, Evan, if you look at that 6A bracket, Germantown was 11-0 going into this game. White Station was three and I'm sorry, four and seven. So you had a three and seven team, uh, a three seed playing a one seed. Yes. Oh wow. You're seeing I'm just that talking right. about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, sir. My God. That was that was one of my biggest upsets of the weekend. In addition to those spring field yellow jackets, fat hat, we see you. But uh, we're going to talk about him in a minute. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got, I got hype yes, for a second. But, yeah, you look at that white station who's stuck in the playoffs three and seven, which is funny, Evan. I actually tweeted out um, when the brackets were released, how does a three and seven team even get into the playoffs? <laughs> Nevertheless, we in round one and then go to go to Germantown and beat Germantown seventeen to fourteen. I'm nothing. That that's the only, in my opinion, that's the only flaw in this new classification system. I like I like the format. I like the top four seeds getting in from each region, but the regions don't have enough teams. And that, and that, and that's my biggest criticism right now. Don't get me started on that. But I mean, it can be if it can be perfect, but it can be perfect. But not everybody's going to be happy with it. That's my only criticism is seeing smaller regions where a three and seven team gets into the playoffs. But hey, you look at this and you say, okay, okay, okay. But White Station, wow, I just now saw that. Wow, I'm glad you brought that up. I just wondered if Germantown going to this game thinking, now oh, we got this. You know, we're the big, mighty Germantown mm-hmm. at, at 11-0 playing a 4-7 and white station. But I just uh, – it's unbelievable. Unbelievable in that 6A bracket. So, hey, white station has now um, – they've earned themselves an opportunity to go to uh, the Haven, White Haven Stadium. Surprise, surprise. I mean, it's kind of like – it's funny, like in this 6A bracket, you know, we were laughing about, oh – you beat so and so, get to play Maryville, yay! Yeah. But now you look at you know White Station. I mean, the only folks in the state of Tennessee that believed in White Station was them. White Station. Was White Station. I, I'm willing to bet you some of the parents didn't believe in White Station. <laughs> some, of the, some of the parents right now are like, "Are you serious? Y'all only won three games all year, and now y'all are ready to go into the playoffs and go all the way?" I'm sure it's one of the party you know they did. Come on. It's unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. No. Hang on. You know some of these parents are like, all right, baby. You know, talk to the wife or spouse. All right, baby. 
All right, so and so is going to be done with football on Friday nights. We're going to go out for dinner. We're going to be able to do some Christmas shopping. We're going to get ready for Thanksgiving. And then they say, you know, then I'm going to off two wins in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> it's unbelievable. They got to keep playing. <laughs> That's awesome. Unbelievable. That's awesome. I love it. Hey, shout out to White Station, man. Uh, you know, they got a running back out there, uh, Greg Williams, um, had himself a game out there against Germantown. So uh, I. I I can't knock them. I mean, that's why they that's why they play the game, right? I got to do a White Station helmet because I wasn't going to do it until maybe a few months down the road. You know, it's a lot. Of, you know, I'm trying to do every team in the state, get them on the website, you know, get everyone looking at our portfolio page for the helmet. Um, now, and I'm, I'm trying to do the relative teams right now that are still playing. Everyone, you know, I gave everyone some up there. I looked at White Station. I was like, I'm going to do that one in the summer. Or, 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 or at some point, I, 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 guess, I guess I need to make these boys. You should, yeah. you should, you should. I mean, for them again, Evan, three and seven. They were three and seven getting into the playoffs. You got their schedule pulled up. What did they? What did they? What did they do in the regular season? I mean, were, 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 did they have close games? Were they? Uh, were they getting blown out? I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't pay a lick of attention to White Nation this year. Um, I, I don't. I don't think anybody did it three and seven. Uh, okay, so let's look. Let's see. I got the schedule pulled up from 2017. Uh, game one against Briarcrest lost for uh, 45-21. Uh, they beat um, DeSoto Central in 2017. Lost to Christian Relish 35 to three. Lost to Hernando Mississippi 24-17 out of blowout. Lost to Arlington 35-31. Close. Uh, beat Barlett 45-17. Lost to NBA 49-14. You know what? Uh, Tim Palmer should be calling in here in a second. Uh, you know, we should, we should have about that uh, and, see, and, see, and see what they think. Uh, well, uh, I'll tell you what, Evan. If, you know, I know we got to get uh, intern Palmer to call in or he's going to call in here in a second. But I'll tell you what, you know, if, if I'm Whitehaven, and, and I and I think I know Whitehaven Coach Salisbury enough. He's gonna have them boys ready to play. It's gonna be it's gonna be a interesting game. I mean, you know, you got this White Station team coming in at five and seven to y'all's house. Y'all is in Whitehaven, and you got a White Station team right now that they are believing in themselves. I mean, round one, White Station knocks off uh, Arlington, twenty nine twenty eight. Uh, you know, of course, we weren't at that game, but a 29-28 win by one point, you know, that was I bet that was a pretty emotional game. And then for them to go into Germantown, beat Germantown 17-14, White Station, who knows? White Station is believing in themselves. I mean, could you could you imagine that if White Station wins against White Haven? Let me just go ahead and say this. What if White Station goes all the way to the, to the state? You're going to potentially, Evan, have a team I, we'll have to we'll have to get one of the interns or ourselves looking at it and see if if a three and seven team has ever gotten to the state semifinals. I dare say a three and seven team ever got to the got to the uh, quarterfinals. So if they end up knocking off Whitehaven and then go to the semifinals. We're looking at a team now, Evan, that is five and seven. Right? Yep. If they win this week, they'll be six and seven, and then they're going to the semifinals. Um, I, I just it, it's unbelievable. You you almost get a team potentially being uh, what was it eight and seven and win the state championship. I tell you what, let's ask let's ask someone firsthand who played them this year 
Palmer, Palmer, are you on with us? Yes, I am. Palmer, Palmer. we're talking White Station right now. You guys played them uh, back on the 28th of September. You them 49 looks like it could possibly blossom. That just out They're just not coming back, and everyone's like, wow, we're on PlayStation well, I'm glad y'all are giving them the respect because if y'all weren't, I was going to. Kudos to them for that big upset over um, over Germantown. Yeah, they, you mentioned Greg Williams earlier. He's a baller. I mean, he had a huge – I want to say it was, it was a kickoff return against us. He had a huge kick return for a touchdown. He is a very talented player. And, you know, if White, if White Station's been going – Whitehaven better be watching out, and we may be seeing them in our backyard come next week in the semis. Yeah, very. It, it's it's very likely to happen, Palmer. I mean, I, I just I, I laugh because I looked at this 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 bracket, this six A bracket, and when they first announced the teams that were in the big dance, I was like, how did this team get in? And obviously, you know, everyone. Uh, educated me on not enough teams and all that kind of stuff, but I mean for them to be three and seven, and then to mess around and win win the first two games, very impressive, very impressive. And then you guys had opportunity to play them as you mentioned earlier. You know, is is there something that I don't know about them? I mean, you mentioned uh, the running back a second ago, as I mentioned, Greg. You know, defensively, I mean, what's 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 giving them the, the competitive advantage right now? You think? Well, they've got a middle linebacker. Um, cannot remember his name. I want to say he was number 24. Um, but if any White Station fans are listening and I'm incorrect, I apologize. But he was he was flying around, showing a lot of effort out there. Uh, they definitely are a team that you know cares a lot. Um, we played them on the 28th of September at Rhodes College, and uh, that was a great atmosphere. They, their fans were ready, and um, yeah, yeah, you know, that defense, they, they were flying to the ball. They were they were ready to play. Yeah, I, I believe it. Well, let's, let's, let's start talking about them, and let's talk about the big red of uh, Montgomery Bell Academy. You guys uh, had, a, had a big win on Friday night, knocking off Baylor 14 uh, to 7. First and foremost, congratulations. You know, it's it's funny, when you first uh, came on with us, uh, Paul Marua, like, you know, hopefully you guys obviously make it to the state championship, and, you know, we want to come up there and watch you guys, cover you guys, especially yourself. Um, so let me first again say congratulations on the win. Continue to keep it rolling. Tell us a little bit about this 14-7 to win uh, down there in Chattanooga this past Friday night. Well, actually, it was at NBA. Uh, we played them in Chattanooga I'm sorry, I'm two sorry, weeks ago. NBA. I apologize. I apologize. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we, we started the game with a great kick return by Michael McGuire, 59 yards, and we were set up with great field position. But the offense stalled, and we had to punt uh, down the punt inside the five-yard line. And the Red Raiders drove 98 yards. They got it down to the one-inch line. And our defense came up with a huge stop on fourth and inches. I mean, the tip of the ball was practically crossing the goal line. So, huge stop by the defense there. Um, You know, our offense, we had had big plays here and there, but we just could not finish. Um, 
finished drives in the red zone. So we went into the half tied 0-0, um, which I cannot remember the last time that I've seen a football game go into a halftime 0-0, especially with the offensive era of football that we're in. Uh, but Michael McGuire, I mentioned him for the opening kickoff. He burst one open, 35-yard score. Uh, he's a gritty running back, replacing Ty Chandler, big shoes to fill. He's certainly done that. I think all NBA fans would be willing to say that. Um, and then one defensive play later after that score by McGuire, defense forced to fumble. Jackson Hanna, the big four-star linebacker, junior, uh, he forced the fumble, and it was recovered by Ian Hall, another junior. And, you know, a couple offensive plays later, Ty Allen scored on a bootleg to make it 14-0. And then uh, late score by Brennan Harris, the Vanderbilt commit for Baylor, made it 14-7. But that was with one minute left. Uh, defense was playing a little prevent, giving up some yardage. Other than that first first drive where they got 98 and that last drive where they probably had 80 I think our defense gave up less than 50 yards all night long. Nice, nice. Let me let me ask you this. Now, last week we talked briefly about the health of you guys. How how's the health of the team uh, going into uh, this Friday night against Christian Brothers? Is, is everyone starting to heal up? I think we're we're in prime shape to be back. Uh, everyone, I I think no, nobody came out of the game injured so we're definitely very happy to be able to say that feels like first time in a long time that we can say that uh so we're definitely happy to be full squad back together and ready to take on the purple wave yeah that's definitely going to be a big deal you know this this late in the season you need to have um everyone ready to rock and roll and ready to play so i know that's going to be a big deal going into that game uh, speaking of the game that you guys just played, you mentioned the Vanderbilt commit, uh, Brandon Harris. What was y'all's um, what was y'all's mindset uh, Friday night? How did you guys um, keep him out of the end zone other than that one time, as you mentioned earlier? Well, we knew that it was our most likely our last home game. So I think, especially after getting embarrassed on senior night, all the seniors really wanted to show out in their last home game. Um, most of us grew up playing football games at NBA so you know we've played so many games at NBA over the course of you know the past six years seven years eight years so it was definitely an emotional night for everyone uh, involved seniors especially so I think the defense was just ready to you know they were focused on stopping the run uh, Brendan Harris Mike Benning two senior studs for Baylor uh, we, we felt pretty confident that our corners could lock down their receivers. So we felt if we could shut down the run, then linebackers would be able to make the tackles and we'd be in good shape. Well, you guys definitely, you guys definitely did that. And again, congratulations to you. Now we move Thank forward you. to, now we move forward to the mighty Christian brothers. Let me just read off um, Palmer, if I may their last few games and what they've averaged defensively. They have only averaged um, back late September seven points to Briarcrest. St. Benedict, they've only allowed six points. Wooddale, six points. Memphis University, six points. Uh, I say that to say this, and then you go Father Ryan last uh, last week, they've only allowed 14 points. They're averaging um, – their defense is probably allowing six to seven points 
a game at this point. Um, are you aware of that? I know you said you had a uh, team meeting and or maybe practice tonight. Um, do you really, do you guys know how good their defense really is? We are. Uh, our coach told us tonight that they returned 10 out of 11 starters from last year's team. We played them in the quarterfinals last year, uh, knocked them off 35-14 at NBA. But obviously, you know, that was last year's team. This is this year's team. Completely different stories. So we're definitely aware of all the talents that they have. You know, obviously when you return that many guys, you're bound to, you know, have some, have some experience as a team, have some unity playing together. Um, you know, number 77, Bill Norton, he's been offered by pretty much everywhere. I mean, you look at his offers, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, Penn State, you name it, he's probably got it. He's a Mr. Football semifinalist, so we know they've definitely got the defense to play with us, and we know it's going to be a physical game on Friday, and we're up for the challenge. Well, you guys definitely, I know you guys will be, and it's funny you mentioned Bill Norton. I was going to bring him up. He's, like you said, he's a Mr. Football semifinalist. He's a big kid, you know, according to uh, 247, he's 6'6", 270 pounds, class of 19 kid. You know, when you, when you have a guy like that um, on the offensive line and that's anchoring that offensive line, you, and I know it's only, you know, day one of y'all, you know, prepping for this game, but are there, are there ways to attack him? Are there ways to attack him and get some of your linebackers, some of your, your linemen in that backfield to disrupt some of the plays before they develop? Well, I'm not, I'm not quite sure what the defense has planned um, for him offensively. But I think defensively, when, when he's on defense and we're on offense, I feel like our offensive line, you know, we've played together for quite, quite a few games now. Um, you know, we've, we've been a little banged up here and there, but, you know, we feel like we're starting to get some unity as a squad. And, um, you know, right tackle Wesley Hall, he's, He's a big kid himself, and I think he, he has been saying to me all along, he's, he's been looking forward to this challenge with Bill Norton. That's going to be awesome. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, now, you guys, unfortunately, as you mentioned, you, you guys are traveling over there, so playing them at their home field. So, uh, I don't know. We're going to look forward to it, Evan. It's going to be a game. I'm looking forward to wrapping with, uh, with you and, and mom on Friday night, and hopefully you guys are driving back to Nashville with that win to uh, advance and play in the state championship. Hopefully so. Okay. Evan, what you got for, uh, for Palmer? Hey, nothing much, man. Y'all uh, keep doing what y'all doing over there, the Big Red, and uh, look forward to talking to you again this week and uh, next weekend on the show. Absolutely. Hey, Palmer, appreciate you calling in again. I, I believe in you guys, and hopefully um, you guys get that win. You know, it, it first starts with the mindset starting today. Set the tone. And I, and I know Coach is going to have you guys ready to rock and roll, but it starts – I mean, I, I just mentioned a few minutes ago a 3-7 and seven white station team, you know, making noise. So, I mean, if they can do it, I know the big red of NBA can do it. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to you this time next week and – and uh, talking about the victory. And I don't know if y'all want to talk about the Brentwood Academy Macaulay game on the other side of the bracket. That's a great, that's Absolutely. another great matchup. 
Absolutely. Yeah, the 10 and 0 Eagles versus the 8 and 3 Blue Tornado. I, I think Macaulay's got the speed and talent to match up with Brentwood Academy. Well, you know, Brewing Academy, you know, we have an opportunity to watch them early this year when they played you guys. And, um, you know, I, I just – I truly believe Brewing Academy right now, you know, after they lost some of the players, obviously, you know, Jeremiah Osball up at Austin P. I I thought Brewing Academy was taking a step back um, in this division, but they did not. They're, they're still doing very well. I mean, them and knock off MUS 43-7. I haven't had a chance to watch – or hear much about Macaulay, but you just mentioned uh, Macaulay, a really good team as well, too. I mean, if you had to pick between those two and knowing what you know of Brentwood Academy and the bitch you know about uh, Macaulay as well, too, I mean, what do you have any predictions on that game or potentials? Well, I, I know we played Macaulay early on in the season, week three, and uh, we, we've definitely been saying that we're glad we caught them early on in the season because they have gotten immensely better. Uh, Rico Dozier, D'Angelo Hardy, Xavier Brooks, B.J. Harris, the running game there is unbelievable. Uh, prior to their 56-35 win over Briarcrest last week in Memphis, Hardy, Brooks, and Harris, all, all three had 12 rushing touchdowns. And, and Hardy himself had... 18 passing touchdowns, 2,183 total yards. So, that is a powerful offense. Brentwood Academy, they've got quite the defense, led by Luke Knox, who was the player of the game um, when they took on us. Uh, Jackson Sermon, the Washington commit. So, they've got got a great defense. But, you know, McCauley, that offense, they can put up some points. 56 last week, as I mentioned. So, so saying that, it wouldn't be a big surprise uh, you potentially if they end up knocking off um, Bruin Academy, huh? I think I think most outsiders would be surprised, but as as somebody who's played both teams um, or seen both teams play, I think you know Macaulay definitely has to feel good about their chances playing the Eagles. Obviously, they lost forty six twenty four in the regular season, but um, you know as we've been saying all night long. These rematch games, never know what's going to happen. You don't. You really don't. I mean, that's why, you know, you, you love as a fan, you love the, the rematch games because, you know, the team that got beat earlier in the season, you know, they're coming back with vengeance. I look back at myself and Evans, our days of, of football, you know, we got beat by Gallatin and Brentwood in the regular season, but got a chance to play both of them in the playoffs and, and knock them off to advance the semifinals. So you just you just never know with these pre-match games. You don't know what kind yeah, it's, of intentions. It's very hard to beat a football team twice. The saying says. So well, I tell you what, it's gonna be it's gonna make for a great conversation next uh, next Sunday night. You know, this time next Sunday we'll know who's going to the big dance up there in Cookville, and we look forward to it. Absolutely. Well, Palmer, as always, appreciate you calling in and, and, and giving us your insight. Like I said earlier, I look forward to talking to you next uh, Sunday and us talking about you guys heading to Cookville. Hopefully so. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Appreciate it, Palmer. Nice. All right, Mr. Uh, Palmer Tom's out there. NBA, 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 NBA. 
player insight, player insight, man. Great. You know, having that player insight and having that experience, and only feel against these guys that we're talking about valuable. Yes. <laughs> it really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Hey Palmer, man, you're great, uh, brother. Yeah, you know it's been it's been 20 years. Give it away. It's been on <laughs> since we've been on the field, uh, and uh, you know, you know, you know, you know. Sometimes we forget what it's like. You know, Palmer's out there week in, week out. Um, and you know, one of the things we told Palmer, you know, when uh, we brought him on as an intern. He said, all right, you know, we taught all of our players somewhere. You know, you got to find a way to be, you know, unbiased. You know, when it comes to your article story and more important team playing against coming up against Palmer has great insight. Great, 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 so, uh, good work, Palmer. We'll talk to you next week. Good luck. Next week. Down in one town. They're going to get it done. They're going to get it done. Very nice. Very nice. I believe them. I, I'm looking forward to them this time this week, you know, talking to them and them knocking off uh, knocking off old uh, Christian Brothers. So, We'll see. I see. I see. I see. I see what you just tweeted out. Um, so I imagine you want to talk about. Fat cat. Fat cat. You know. Hey, yeah, buddy. I tell you what, man. Those uh, those Springfield Yellow Jackets. I'm I'm buying all in on them. I, I tell you what, Fat Cat. If you out there listening, bro. I, let me first say I'm I'm proud of you guys. I mean. You guys got in the playoffs at seven and three. I had an opportunity to come and watch you play week one against Gallatin. Uh, wasn't the turnout that you know, obviously you wanted uh, in week one, but I didn't get it. But you know, of course, I've been keeping an eye on you, uh, you and the rest of the Springfield squad uh, throughout the rest of the season, just based off of uh, Riley um, over there at Elite Three. I know you trained with them guys over there, but hey. Shout out to Springfield Yellow Jackets, and you know when I tweeted them out, uh, them having in Springfield on Friday night. If you don't believe in yourself, who is going to believe in you? So let me just just kind of do a recap real quick. So Springfield gets in the playoffs, two seed. They knock off Hardin County, uh, six, basically a six and four team versus seven and three at the time. Springfield gets the win, okay? Then they play a really good Lexington team, 8-3 Lexington team now playing an 8-3 Springfield team, and then Springfield gets the win. So here we are in the quarterfinals, Elite 8. Springfield now is going to play a really good Jackson uh, Southside team uh, based over there in Jackson, Tennessee, Madison County. But uh, I just have to keep giving a shout-out to, to Springfield. Um, and the reason because, Evan, you know, you have to root for the underdogs. You know, um, you know, did I think Springfield would make it this far early in the season after the one game I saw them play? Nope. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even going to sit here and say, yeah, I can see Springfield uh, playing this late into the season. But I have to give credit where credit is due. Um I'm all in the Springfield football team right now. I'm 
I legitimately, Evan, could see Springfield knocking off this uh, this Jackson Southside team. And then here we go. All of a sudden, you're going from quarterfinals to now Springfield is representing uh, now in the Class 4A uh, in the semifinals and then have an opportunity to play, um, you know, either the winner of that Crockett County or that Haywood, both, again, both teams out of West Tennessee. And if you look at the bracket now, Evan, the lower bracket, Springfield is the only team left representing uh, Middle Tennessee right now. So you got Spring, it's pretty much Springfield versus, it's pretty much Middle Tennessee versus West Tennessee uh, until the state championships. And then you go up to the upper bracket, you got Marshall County, Maplewood, Anderson County, and uh, Greenville. But uh, again, I have to give kudos to uh, my man Fat Cat, the rest of those Springfield Yellow Jackets, uh, knocking off Lexington 18 to 14, uh, and now they have an opportunity to continue this magical run throughout the playoffs and go and play uh, Jackson Southside up there or over there uh, in Jackson next week. And uh, again, make some damage, make some noise out there. That's what it's all about. Continue to live, live this, uh, live, live this uh, opportunity, and making things happen. So we'll see what happens with those Springfield Yellow Jackets. Got got that big win on Friday, and again, let's move up to the upper bracket. And and, and real quick, if I could, Evan, shout out to uh, White House. You know, White House unfortunately got blanketed thirty to seven. Yeah. And that was my pick out of this lower bracket. Uh, to see them um, at least get to the semifinals. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. But, you know, White House, if you're out there listening, you guys turned your season around from 0-10 to 10-0 this year. There's nothing uh, you guys should keep your, your head down about. And uh, if we can, real quick, Evan, let's look at this upper bracket. I'll tell you, I was honestly, I was honestly when I first looked at this bracket, when they first came out, I was honestly anticipating um, a Marshall County White House state championship. Um, and, you know, that's just knowing what I know about the mid team. I'm following those guys all year. Um, now, now, being where we're at, if I had to call it, you know, I'm for Marshall County. Realistically, just to see a Marshall County Springfield State Championship. Hey. And I know you followed this bracket closer than I have all year. I know you've been up there checking those guys out on the north side of town more than I have. Uh, so you tell me what you think. Well, you know, I hate, I hate doing predictions. I really do. But if I'm looking at the top half of the bracket, you got Greenville and Anderson County. Anderson County is about to be Greenville. You think that's gonna happen? You know, you know, this game, this game is a game of undefeated yeah. too. You know, both of these, yeah. both of these teams are, are are 12 and 0. Both of these teams are undefeated. You know, Greenville is led by Cade uh, Ballard. Um, Really good young man. It, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that game there. I, I can't pick one there, but I'm going to be biased in the next game with my, uh, with Maplewood playing Marshall County. Um, you got a really good Maplewood team who is sitting at nine and three, 
playing a really good uh, Marshall County team that's 9-3. and three. And I believe, Evan, this game is going to be a rematch game as well, too, between these two. Let's see here. Let's take a look at it and just kind of make sure that I'm uh, saying the right stuff here. So you got Maplewood, Marshall County uh, playing, uh, I believe, playing again in that 4A game. And, uh, you know, for Maplewood, they're going to have to travel uh, down to uh, Marshall County and uh, play them. Oh, I stand corrected. Uh, Marshall County and Maplewood, they played earlier this year uh, down there in Marshall County in Lewisburg, Tennessee. And it looks like Marshall County uh, got that win 27-12. But again, as Palmer was saying in ourselves, these rematch games are, 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 are fun to see, are fun to watch. So, you know, we'll we'll have to keep an eye on that game and see what happens. I, I, I can't predict anything right now. I tell you what, Maplewood has some ball players out there themselves, but um, keep an eye out on the, 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 the I can never say his name right, the Cameron Hightower, legit, legit kid out of Marshall County. And, um, you know, Hightower, I wonder if he's related to Dante Hightower, who was, out of, who was out of Marshall County as well, too. Possibly. So, but um, keep, an eye on, keep an eye on him, too. But, you know, again, I'm not going to be in the business of, picking games right now because obviously I'm way off on these games but at the end of the day this 4A bracket is going to be cool I'm, I'm definitely pulling for, um, for Springfield in this lower bracket and see what happens the top bracket you know I got to pull I mean Marshall County Maplewood those the, both of those two schools um, are really really um, going to be a be a surprise there so we'll see what happens Four A, okay, okay, okay. Big things in four A. Uh, I tell you what, I want to talk a little bit about five A. Looking at that bracket, down there, um, I think surprise, not not surprise. Everyone knows where they've been at for the entire year, but um, just uh, you know, you know, what a great turnaround um, for those Summit Spartans um, down here in Spring Hill. Uh, I mean, you're talking about a team like you know. I mean, like we've been talking about all year, a team that had you know such a hard time you know, throughout the first uh, five years of existence over there. You know, going through woes of being a new program and just you know not having senior leadership and not having older leadership um, on that team. Um, Coach, Coach Coach Brian Coleman over there has has done an immaculate job of building that program into now what we see as being one of the finest in the state. Um, and, and, you know, you know, to say the least, their regular season run was impressive. But now you look at their postseason run, it's about to get tough. It's about to get tough right now. Um, so, so, so first round, um, knocking out the sport no big deal in my eyes. Um, I kind of expected that even with their starting quarterback and starting tailback back uh, you can cash with Ty Carter. Um, Ty Carter's out for a amount of time now. Ethan is starting quarterback, and that team is looking really good. So I was really looking forward to seeing what happened 
with this past week, um, their matchup against Paige. Okay, that was a huge game. Um, what turned out um, to be a revenge game for Paige if they could have pulled it off. But um, you know, and you know that Summit team. I, you know, I look at I look at those two teams, DC, and I think that Paige and Summit are very are very easily matched talent wise. Um, uh-huh. I think the thing that Paige, excuse me, the thing that Paige Summit on edge is Summit's um, coach coach. And yeah, am I a little biased in saying that? I don't know. You know, I've gotten to know Coach Coleman over the years. Uh, you know, being you know being a resident down here in Spring Hill and seeing them, seeing them, you know, seeing them around town and being able to talk to them, and seeing them, you know, working out and working out together in the right time. I'm not putting up the weight. You've seen Coach Coleman, right? Yeah, big dude. Coach Coleman, serious. I tell you what, man, I, you got you got you got to have some respect for him. It look, he looks like he can get out there and still play with Probably not. You know, kudos to that summit program. You guys beat a very good page team, um, you, know, you know, led by, you know, some, you know, some very talented young men on there. Uh, Mr. Van Landingham, you know, Jacob over there. Um, you know, big time running back over there. Mr. Uh, 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 what would you call him, DC? Babyface Assassin? Yeah, the Babyface Assassin. I don't even know the boy's real name since, since you done gave him that. I call him that now. Babyface Assassin. Yeah, that, that's his name now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, those guys had a great year, too. You know, Paige, you know, Paige put together um, – I think I think a lot of people, you know, looked at Paige this year and said, man, Paige is, you know, going to be serious things, you know. I mean, hey, they can go on the cover of the WCS uh, program this year. You know, yeah, so I think, I think they knew uh, Paige team was going to do something special. But, um, yeah, you know, that, you know, you know, the real test for Summit come this week against um, Undefeated Beach. Um, Beach, no, Beach, no, Beach barely got past his goals on the time. Score of 10 to 3. Um, we weren't at that game. That score indicates to me that um, you know, very, very, very big defensive game. So um, one, you know, the one time that I saw Summit play this year was uh, the game against Independence. That, that really, I think I called you. Summit looks like they are in the championship for. I think we've got to go to state. Title game, you know, yeah, kind of thicker about it, but 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 they're having and it is becoming a reality at this point. So um, I'm interested to see how they handle Beach, and I'm interested to see what's going on going on over at Beach to um, if they can continue their um, high-powered offense led by Mr. Dunlap. So you I know, know I'll be Mr. Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I know I'll be out um, in East Tennessee this week, but um, either you or one of the interns might be able to check out that game. Uh, that's going to be down here in Spring Hill at Summit High School. Uh, Beach coming to town, Buccaneers. Uh, I'm funny. I like looking at Yeah, I like looking at Buccaneers. I like looking at the uniforms. You know, that's not important. It's irrelevant, but I like my favorite. Last week I was talking about the Bulldogs. Bearing, 
Jersey Bulldogs, and of course, Lawrence Bulldogs, how they have their uniforms and how they went to the uniform store on the same day. Uniform and mascot store. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, congrats to Summit. Paige, you guys had a great season. Keep it going. Keep your head up um, on the bigger and better things. Um, high school career something special. Uh, hey, it comes in here for everybody. So, good luck, Summit. Good luck, Beach. We'll see who comes out on top. I just really hate, I hate that Beach and Summit have to play each other, you know. Um, you know, you look at that upper bracket, Evan, you got Knox Catholic, Oak, Oak Ridge, South Doyle, and Knox Central all left in that upper bracket. And you look in that lower bracket, you got obviously Summit, Beach, uh, Henry County, and Brighton. It's just kind of unfortunate those two teams are going to knock each other out. Uh, and then, you know, live to fight another day the following Friday. And, you know, I guess I'm just biased because it's an opportunity to see these Middle Tennessee teams uh, have a chance to go and play in the big dance. Um, as a fan, um, you know, the Cayman Dunlap kid um, out there at Beach, which he had himself a, a pretty doggone good game the other night, Evan. You know, he, was, he scored the only touchdown uh, in that Hillsboro um, Hillsboro Beach game, but he also had himself a pretty good game for himself. He had a little over 125, 130 rushing yards uh, that game. But as a fan, Evan, I hate that we're not going to be able to see the other semifinalist, Ty Carter, play. I would love to see both of those backs go at it with their offensive line and kind of see uh, what what could potentially happen. And, go from there. But I tell you what, it's going to be a good game. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, again, I'm not picking a team at this point. I will just uh, kind of sit back and just kind of watch as a fan and see what happens. Um, I tell you what, but obviously whoever wins that game is going to play a really good Henry County team or uh, a mediocre to really good Brighton team who is in the playoffs. Got in at 6-4 and four and obviously now 8-4. So We'll see what happens. I really wish to see Hillsborough. Um, I'm sorry. I really wish to see uh, Summit be at full strength with obviously Ty Carter and a completely healthy Ethan Cash. So we'll see what happens. You know, that's why they play the game. And, you know, it's next man up. I hear you. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh man, what's next? What we got about? We got about 21 minutes left. About another 20 minutes left. Um, Man, you know, it's becoming, you know, you know, you know the further we go, the fewer and fewer games we have to talk about. So, um, makes you realize that, you know, you know, I'll come to an end at some point. I'll come to the big dance up in Cookville. Yeah, it's really, we're just a few weeks away. I will say this as well. We are, um, we are forecasting for a little rain this week, this Friday night. So I'm wondering how much of an influence that's going to be, uh, this Friday night coming up. If we if we can, let's briefly um, jump over uh, into 3A bracket, Evan. So now, you know, we're down to the Elite Eight, and we've got an Austin East team um, going over to Alcoa. Uh, and then we also have a Red Bank um, hosting Smith County, which is a Smith County team. I'm really surprised to see them advance this far. Um and then, obviously, you've got uh, the Pearl Cone Firebirds as they host uh, Fairview. 
and then Covington hosting um, Riley Egypt, who is undefeated at this point. So the 3A bracket is going to be really, really interesting and kind of see what happens from there. Um, do you have any any input on that 3A bracket? Ooh, 3A, 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 3A. Good old 3A. We got the obvious favorite. Uh, Pearl, Pearl to move down to the right? right? Everybody, 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 um. So you know, it's you know, it's hard. You know, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Just kind of judging where, you know, when and where uh, you want to go, and you know, you know, you know, seeing who you want to play. Um, but that, but that's the matchup that stands out to me. Man. You know, Fairview at Pearl. Um, you know, of course, Rally Egypt. You know, we have some communication with those guys. Um, a little bit ago on our social media accounts. Uh, you know, Riley Egypt's the obvious favorite. Not, you know, the obvious favorite coming out of Memphis. Um, so that that you know, looking you know, not looking past this crowd, not looking past Fairview because Fairview is a very serious team. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that we're going to see uh, a Pearl Cone Riley Egypt matchup in the semifinals down here in this lower bracket. Um, that upper bracket. Um, you know, you know, for us, you know, for us, knowing what we know, you know, you know, knowing what we know of, of Alcoa over the past few years, um, something about those guys, man, when they get into the playoffs, uh, no matter what their record, you know, they went in this year at eight and two, which is a great record. Um, you know, something about Alcoa when they get into the playoffs, that they just know how to turn it on, know how to get to Cookville. You know, they got the directions mapped out to Cookville and, uh, you know, because anyone you can ask, it's, it's, it's them up there. So, um, I think I'm, I'm picking out Koa out of that top bracket to make it to Cookville. Um, it's, it's still a coin toss between between this lower bracket. You know, Pearl, Raleigh, Egypt, semifinalist. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at. Then after that, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I mean, you, you've got a really good Covington team as well that knocked off Milan 21 to 14. Friday night, and um, obviously Raleigh Egypt won again, uh, knocking off South Gibson. I tell you what, Evan, uh, I, I think that Pearl Cone may end up knocking off Fairview, you know, and not taking anything away from Williamson County teams, but I think it's just Pearl Cone's um, time again. And you know, if Pearl Cone does get by. Fairview, you know, they're going to have to play a really good Covington or Raleigh Egypt team. And that's the that's the game for me, potentially, that I won't want to see. So, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Sounds good, sounds good. Um, but what else on the list? What else on the list? Uh, oh, you know what we forgot about Jay? Jay calling? <laughs> nah, you know, I don't know you <laughs> to call, Jay. <laughs> Jay, you listen? Oh man, you know Jay Barker. Jay, yeah, Jay's our guy, our Metro guy. Uh, Jay, Jay went out and seen Cane uh, Ridge and Brentwood. Cane Ridge and Brentwood. Yeah, um, Jay's our Metro specialist. So, 
um, I'm pretty sure if we ask Jay, I'm pretty sure uh, Jay would pick uh, Pearl as well. You know, him, you know, him being a Metro guy. Um, I agree. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, I tell you what, too, we forgot what's going on with Jay. Let's see if we can get Jay to call in and talk a little bit with us. Um, you know, you know, you know, you know. We gotta look at the one A bracket. My boys down there, uh, Cornersville Bulldogs. Are y'all tired of hearing us talk about Cornersville Bulldogs yet? I hope y'all are. But I don't care. You know, I, man, those are my guys. Right now, man. They, man, they did big things again this past weekend, knocking off uh, Franklin Grace, fifty-two to fifteen. Um, so you're looking at a Cornersville Huntington matchup uh, coming up. This week in that one A bracket in the in the, in, in the lower bracket, um, the interesting thing that I'm waiting to see DC is who comes out of that top bracket. South Pittsburgh um, with a rematch against Whitwell. Uh, South Pittsburgh came into uh, came into the playoffs ten and zero. Whitwell came in with the one loss on their record, and that, and that only loss uh, that Whitwell had was against South Pittsburgh. You know, so. So this is a rematch. It's a rematch. It's a rematch. It's a rematch. So um, it's going to be interesting to see who pulls that one out. Um, you know, that South Pittsburgh team has been to, uh, to, you know, to the promised land before. So they know how to get there. Um, Cornersville, to me, in my, in my, in my um, biasly unbiased opinion, I feel like Cornersville can run that uh, bottom bracket. Um, get into... Um, at least a semifinalist match uh, with Lake County. Um, you know, not taking nothing against uh, Westwood, but I think I think Lake County, Cornersville is going to be that. Um, excuse me, Hillcrest. I think I think Lake County, Cornersville is going to be that matchup for the semifinalists down there. Uh, eventually, with us covering um, Cornersville and South Pittsburgh, Cook, and Cookville. So. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see, you know, how that all pans out. Um, I know we've been promising, you know, we've been promising Cornersville that we'd be back um, to see them at some point. Um, I think it's going to be at the state title game. So, uh, Are you predicting that now? I'm predicting that now. Um, that, and man, that Cornersville team, they travel deep. They travel deep. You know, I know, I know it was a short trip uh, down to, uh, where did I see them play? Fayetteville. It was a short trip down to Lincoln County for them. But they, but they were down there in droves. Um, you know, you walk, you walked on the Cornersville sideline. You had to walk past the Fayetteville sideline, of course. But that, you felt the energy over there. You were drawn to that sideline. You know, you know. Usually, you and I go cover a game, and we try to figure out, okay, what sideline we're going to stand on? Are we going to swap at the half? Are we going to walk over here? Are we going to stand out here by these guys? Uh, I immediately went over to the Cornersville sideline and stayed there the whole game because they. They were um, they were hyped the whole time. They were hyped the whole time. So uh, yeah, yeah. Let's. Um, oh, that, that's Jake. That's Jake. Jay Carver. Jay Carver. Jay Carver. What's up, my brother? How you doing? I, I really don't appreciate you forgetting about me. <laughs> you got the call in number. You know. You know. You can call in anytime. I, I was like, he said. Uh, who am I up against? Oh, forget about Jake. Like, oh, awesome. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because we saw you earlier tonight during the production meeting, and I, I don't know. I think I, I, I don't know, Jay. It's DC's fault. We'll, we'll, we'll blame DC. 
Anala Spill. Hey, I'll take the I'll take the blame, Jay. But I, let me ask you this: How real is Kane Ridge? <laughs> I would tell you what. They're for real. They completely, I don't want to say they dominated the game because it was kind of a close game. Their defense is what really might put them over the top. Their defense is really might put them over the top. I've seen, um, I can't think of what position he played because he was all over the field. Number 11, Deshaun Bryant, uh, he led the lead. I mean, he led, he leads the team in tackles, 57 total. And, uh, he led the team in tackles that night with 10 total tackles. He was, I mean, he was all over the field. Every time I watched the game, them on defense, 11 players, 11 players, 11 players. So, yeah, defensively, they're on top of They have this run stopper. He just I, – I, I forgot to check his stats of how – like, he's a big guy, maybe like 6'2". He looks like he's about 300 pounds. He just sits right in the middle of that line and – Nothing but outsides run. They can't run inside because he's going to stop it. Number 99, I hope I got this right, Joy Cabello. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's right, but Joy Cabello. Say, say it fast and say it with confidence and no one knows the difference. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, you got a good defense. You know defense wins championships. Uh, you need a good running game, and they have one with Devin Sterling. Uh 1,700 yards on the season, 7.8 yards a carry, uh, 20 touchdowns, 23 total, three receiving, and he ran for 180 yards Friday night and two touchdowns. So they just jumped on his back, and he <laughs> he just carried him in the end zone while the defense done his thing. I'm just, I, it was very impressive, really impressive. So let me ask you this, Jay. So, so they obviously avenged – that week two loss, uh, yeah. you know, they beat Ravenwood twenty eight to uh, thirteen. Now they got mm-hmm. a chance to play Ravenwood. All right, Cane Ridge at home versus Ravenwood. Now, uh, Jay, you haven't seen Ravenwood play this year. I think you know I have. I've seen I've seen them. I've seen them in the Jamboree, which is totally different from regular season. But that's the only time I've seen them. Okay, so. They've got uh, they've got a couple of young men that switch in and out at quarterback, uh, kind of a dual threat type system. And I see I haven't seen Cambridge play this week or, or or this year. So let me ask you this: just based on your professional Jay Carver Metro correspondent opinion, do you think that this Ravenwood team can hang with Cane Ridge? Knowing what you know about Cane Ridge. And what little bit you know about Ravenwood? Well, because you've now seen you've seen Cane Ridge play twice now, right? Yeah, three times. I've seen play twice, and they, uh, the first time I, I can't even remember who I've seen them play against, but they totally dominated the game. And that's when uh, <laughs> that's when I met Quentin Barnes, number two, the receiver. Did actually did yeah. an interview with him. He scored three touchdowns that game. And I believe the quarterback, uh, Corey Andrews, threw for four touchdowns. Their offense really opened up that game. But this time it was a defense, defensive game. Just shut them down and warm down. By the time the third and fourth quarter came, there was offensive line was opening up holes and letting uh, David Sterling just run through them. But uh, I was looking at the 
some of the stats. I know you probably can't go by stats from a team, but Ravenwood, I mean, I was looking. It, it, it was weird to me because I think Ravenwood uh, averaged maybe 30, well, 30 something a game. But is, it, is it something like that? You know? Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the stats and I was trying to figure out exactly where they're coming from and they're like spread it around like like you said they had what three two or three quarterbacks they rotating out yeah 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 and I don't remember the young man's name but uh I watched I watched, I watched Ravenwood play Brentwood in the Battle of the Woods Brentwood, Brentwood very much so that uh, dominated that first half of the game. I mean, you thought, I mean, you thought judging by the first half that Brentwood was going to pull that one out. Uh, Ravenwood had a lot of uh, had a lot of uh, uh, um, don't quit it, a lot of no quit in them, and you know, it's yeah. just, I mean, it's a matter of time before Brentwood got tired in that third and you know late third, early fourth quarter. Uh, and here comes Ravenwood with some big defensive stops. Um, you know, with a lot of big defensive plays, uh, and then just one, two quick, huge offensive plays, big chunks of uh, receiving yards down the field, and next thing you know, you know, Ravenwood's taking over, taking the lead, and it was too much for Brentwood to come back from. Uh, they made, they made, they made Brentwood look, look very gullible in that game, uh, and you really didn't really? expect, yeah, you really expected Brentwood after that game to be down for the rest of the season. Uh, but as we know, uh, they made it into last week with uh, Kane Ridge, and uh, you know now you know now going home. So right. yeah, yeah, I think it's a toss up. You know, I I I've seen Ravenwood, but I, I um, my opinion, I think Kane Ridge moves on to the next round. All right, you heard it there. You heard it here first. Hey. I, <laughs> it seems like Ravenwood <laughs> plays like like a uh, like very just offensively in a way team ball. Like I'm looking at their stats and they have three rushers that's over 300 yards rushing and um, two uh, what, three receivers that's over 200 yards receiving. So it looks two two quarterbacks it's like a total team effort. I don't know about their defense. And uh, their cornerbacks gonna have to watch out for Corey Andrews and his top two receivers, McCray and Barnes. Cause I'm gonna tell you what, they like to fling that ball around. I tell you that they like to fling that ball around. Yeah, we need. It's gonna be interesting, Jay. Cause I mean, you got a second year head coach at Ravenwood, and then I believe this is Coach Eddie Woods' third season. At, um, uh-huh. at Cambridge, so I think it's yeah. gonna be the athletes on the field versus um, um, coaching, and who's gonna be the, the better coach. And what's funny about this game, as we were mentioning earlier, the winner of this game mm-hmm. plays either Whitehaven or four and seven White Station. So it's gonna be interesting to kind of see what four, happens to play four, out. four and seven. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm not. I'm sorry. Not not four and seven. I believe they are. Let's see. This is White White Station right now. Got into the playoffs at three and seven. So I believe they are five and seven. Wow. Wow. Interesting. 
It Very is. Huh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. Huh. Okay. So tell us so so tell us real quick, Jay, before we let you go, which I think I, I think we know, uh, but which Metro game you're going to check out this week? You got you, uh, you, you got you got Pearl playing at home. You got Cambridge playing at home. Maplewood playing at Marshall County. Um, Maplewood at home. No, 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 no Okay, playing at Marshall County. Marshall County. Um, okay. I I don't know. I'm thinking about that Fairview and Pearl came, Pearl Cone game. I think that is going to be a real good game. I really do. I, I really do. I think that Pearl game is going to be a real good game, a good test for them. That should be a good one. A good test. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You, uh, you keep us up to date uh, with where you want to go this week. Uh, we'll make sure that we uh, pull plenty of uh, – uh, uh, you know, uh, bulletin board material uh, to tweet out and to put on the website this week about it. Uh, right now, we're thinking Fairview Pearl is going to be the uh, big matchup of the year uh, for Pearl Cone, one yeah. of the biggest. Tests. So, uh, yeah, man, yeah, man, let's count on that, and um, we'll get the move and we'll catch you on the B side, my brother. Appreciate it. And, oh, uh, I just want to repeat. Uh, I, 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 I almost officially jumped on Cambridge bandwagon, but uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that um, that victory, I, you can tell it on Cambridge's sidelines. After that week one uh, loss, they lost to Brentwood, forty-one to twenty-one. They really wanted this game. I mean, I know the playoffs is is. Amped up already. You, you play, you know. It's the playoffs. No more need to be said. But uh, I'm telling you, that I don't know. They were fired up for that game. They, they nice, really wanted nice. their rematch. And nice. Eddie, uh, Coach Eddie, Eddie Wood, Wood said they were yeah. teed off. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, kudos to Kane Ridge uh, and Coach Eddie Woods out there. Miss Carver, stay posted. We'll be with you this week. And uh, we'll get this thing working, my friend. All right, try not to get up next time. Sounds good, brother. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll get on DC for that. We'll talk to you. <laughs> DC, yeah, DC. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That's uh, Jay Carr, correspondent out there for Metro. Uh, real quick, real quick, DC. Let's uh, talk about the game that we covered this past week. Uh, Middle Tennessee came into uh, Middle Tennessee Christian came into Friendship Christian. Got it handed to him. Let me just say this real quick. Jaquan Speedy Fouch is angry. He's upset that he did not get that Mr. Football nod. Give it to him. And I tell you what, he played like a man possessed this past Friday night. Uh, I mean, when I say pissed off, he's pissed off. And if you happen to have a second, go and check out our post-game interview with him. Um, he'll tell you he felt like he was snubbed. And he, he was snubbed. Um, just again, real quick, shout out those friendship commandos. Those boys are balling over there. Commanders. Commanders. <laughs> commanders. They about to get you. Yeah, they're about to get me. Those friendship and, and it's funny, Rhino said that. Rhino yeah. said keep keep messing up our name. Uh, the friendship commanders. <laughs> hey, them boys are legit over there in D two and they're playing ball. Shout out to uh Luke Smith 
um, opening up the holes for um, Fouch to run. Shout out to uh, Rhino and the rest of the squad out there. Them boys look legit. They are going to be hosting uh, Nashville Christian this Friday night. So um, definitely keep an eye on those guys. I think uh, for them, 11-0 right now, they're still rolling. So let's keep an eye on them. Again, Fouch is playing angry. G1 Highlights. We'll catch y'all next week. We out.